Welcome to today's Incredible Cephalo Podcast. Today I'll be speaking about octopus hearts and why they have three of them. They're really alien-like, the octopuses, so their three hearts in in blue blood makes them very unusual. About as unusual as a monster in your dreams. But octopuses are real, which can be hard to believe. Unusual as this may seem, some octopuses have nine brains. If this had a word to describe it, it would be weird, strange, absurd. Oh, and by the way, to anyone who is wondering, Cephala Podcast is released every Friday. We have a Cephala party to get to, so let's go. Time for a Cephala party. We're going to have a Cephala party, blah, blah, blah. We're going to have a Cephala party. It's going to be fun. Of octopus balloons, blah, blah, blah. Honolulu's cake, blah, blah, blah. Squid gifts, blah, blah, blah. And the cuttlefish dance, blah, blah, blah. We're going to have a cephala party, blah, blah, blah. We're going to have a cephala party. It's going to be fun, blah, blah, blah. We're going to have a cephala party. Octopuses can be very strange, but one of their strangest qualities is that they have three hearts. Why? Well, one pumps blood around the body, and the other two pump blood around the gills. Another reason is because they have lots of copper in their blood. Unlike ours, which have iron that makes it red, they have copper that makes it blue. The chemical they have in our blood is less effective than the chemical we have in ours as an oxygen transporter, so the three hearts pump blood at higher pressure to provide the octopus with life. There is a big heart that pumps blood to the body, called a systematic heart, and the other two pump blood to the gills, and are called branchial hearts. An octopus is very unlikely to survive without one of its three hearts. The odds are 99.99 that an octopus will die if it loses one of its three hearts. The octopus's digestive system has the same basic idea as ours, but is, it is different in a lot of ways. It starts with its mouth and the things in it. Then comes the oesophagus, which is kind of like an octopus esophagus. Then is the gastrointestinal tract, which is an area that consists of a crop where food is stored, a stomach where food is ground down, a caseum where food is absorbed, the digestive gland where liver cells break down, and the, and the, and the intestine where undigested leftovers go. During osmoregulation, which is when body fluids are protected, fluid is added to pericardia, which is the spot where all the important vessels are of the branchial hearts. Their nephridia, which are invertebrate kidneys, are also associated with their branchial hearts. An octopus's systematic heart isn't really associated with anything. And to anybody who didn't know, invertebrates are animals without a backbone. Octopuses have a closed circulatory system where the blood stays inside the vessels. The systematic heart is inactive while the octopus is swimming and an octopus is tired quickly and prefers to crawl. Octopus blood has copper in it because of the chemical hemocyanin, which is abbreviated HC. And HC is also used as an oxygen transporter, but a not as efficient one as ours, which is hemoglobin, also abbreviated HB. However, in cold conditions with low oxygen levels, HC is more efficient than HB. Octopus respiration consists of drawing water inside the mantle cavity with an aperture, having it go to the gills, and exhaling it through the siphon. Extendable connective tissue lattices help the respiratory muscles and lets them expand the respiratory chamber. The thin skin also takes an extra oxygen. A lot of its breathing while it's sleeping is through absorption. While it is swimming, most of it is not through absorption. When it is sleeping after a meal, very, very little of its breathing is through absorption.
Mostly it's siphon is used for a respiratory cycle. Siphon is also used for waste disposal and discharging ink. A thin skin can be very helpful if an octopus loses one of its gills. The cephalobardi has ended. For more information on octopuses, you could go to an aquarium. There's these sometimes have octopuses, and you can observe them. Surf the web. There are several things online too. Read books about them. This can help too. Get a pet octopus if allowed. This can also help observe. This podcast was created by me, Henry Madsen. Special thanks to my mom and dad for ideas. Oh, and also thanks to Heather Miller who sent me the the story about Inky the octopus, whom without there would be no cephalopods in the news. I am responsible for everything, so that is it. Catch you next time for Cephalopodcast. Goodbye. Welcome to the brand new cephalopods in the news. Recently, Inky the octopus escaped from New Zealand Aquarium. The lid to his tank was slightly ajar, so Inky was able to get out and crawl down the side of his tank to the floor. This is at night, by the way. He crawled eight feet and into a drainage pipe 164 feet long. It led him to Hawks Bay, a place where he would live. Inky was very clever, and that led him to happiness. Well done, Inky!